to the Magic Within podcast. My name's Katrina Lully, and I'm a transformation coach obsessed with guiding women to unlock their power within so they live an aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've been where you're at, doing all the things and feeling like nothing is working. And I'm here to help you learn how to live that aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've spent years investing in programs, coaches, books, and other tools in covering my own blocks, challenging my beliefs, growing and stretching myself to live my most authentic life that is true to who I am. There is incredible power in our experiences, and by sharing our stories with one another, we help each other along this journey called life. This is a space where you will hear inspiring and motivating stories from other guests and tools to help you get from where you are now to who you want to be in this life. You get two doses of magic each week to fill up your cup and start living a life that is aligned with your highest self. We are not meant to do this life alone and we all have the magic within us to live this beautiful life that's true to who we are. I'm here to help you begin to unlock that power and start stepping in to the amazing woman that you are. Let's do this. Okay, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be here with you this week. Excited to help you get your Monday, get your week kicked off on a beautiful start where you can go unleash your magic and just completely own who you are and show up confidently. Uh, Today, I want to uh, share with you a little bit about one of the most powerful tools within the healing piece of the transformation process and one of the tools that has really helped me shift and step more into my confidence and heal some of those traumas and those wounds that um, I held on to for so, so long. So you may or may not be familiar with inner child work. And inner child work is so incredibly important. It is just a piece of the whole process in the healing, in the healing piece, um, in in really stepping into that transformation and into being who you are. It's a piece of it, but it's a it's such an important piece because I don't know about you, but when I grew up <laughs> and as I was growing up, I really did not understand the this whole subconscious, the mind, how things work, how trauma works. I knew I grew up in a home that had some stuff and I had some experiences that were rough on me um, throughout my childhood into my teen years and even after that. But when you grow up, I didn't know or learn that, you know, just because you grow up, it doesn't mean those things necessarily go away. And the hurts I knew didn't go away because I carried a lot of hurt for a really long time. And I thought that the the main hurt that shifted my entire life and, you know, made me the way I am was when my dad left our family when I was 14 years old. Uh, that was a huge pivotal moment in my life. Um, it was difficult. It brought up a lot of abandonment issues. Um, my dad didn't love me. Uh, my mom, uh, 
didn't handle that all very well either. She uh, kind of used, well, she didn't kind of, she used my brother and I as pawns in it because she was very hurt. And um, I didn't talk to my dad for a really long time. And I used that, that whole experience as the reason as the why, this is the way I am. If you grew up the way I did, then you would, you know, act like me, drink like me, all of the things you would understand. And I really wanted people to understand. And I discovered a little bit deeper in that process, like what what's really true and how, how this works and how our childhood and the experiences that we have affect us. The, the truth is that I had abandonment issues before that period. I had, I had the, that sense of nobody really wanted to hear me. Nobody really wanted to see me. Nobody actually really loved or cared about me. And that experience was a major experience and amplified the, some of the beliefs that were already there. So if you don't already know, the core foundation of all of our beliefs are usually formed between the ages of two to eight years old. And that is when um, our brain is really absorbing and determining and understanding, um, you know, life and who we are and growing itself and within growing us as well. And so uh, that that usually is the foundation of where our core beliefs come from. It doesn't mean we don't pick up new beliefs about ourselves after that. But um, a lot of the the ones that are usually uh, holding us back or propelling us forward are formed within those years. Our identity is formed, um, you know, within those years. And so when I uh, went in to, you know, do this coaching thing, and went through a certification course, I learned about that. And then when I went through my, my second course, I learned even more about it. And uh, my mentor, who I still work with, uh, Dr. Jen Christman, who's freaking amazing, go follow her if you're not already following her. Um, she has this beautiful metaphor for our lives and what kind of happens as we're growing and developing. And I want to share pieces of it with you to help you have a better understanding, maybe to open up something new for you to kind of be able to take a look. Uh, because if you're anything like I was, you just thought there was something wrong with you. Um, you must be broken and you're almost unfixable. Like this is just the way that it is. And that's not necessarily the case. And that's why inner child work is so important. It's so healing because even though we grow up and we get older, it doesn't mean that our experiences are not affecting us. They're actually driving all of how we're being, how we're showing up. They're, they are a huge part of the results or the success that we have in our lives because they, they're all about our core motives, our core beliefs. And if you have a belief that you're not good enough or that things are always going to be hard, then no matter how much you try to shift that or change that, there's probably a subconscious belief there, a story or an experience that you had that needs to be shifted so you can let that go and, and begin to believe something new and begin to identify as something new. And so... I always have my clients, uh, when I'm working with them, I have them create a, a um, oh my gosh, the word is totally escaping me. Why is it not with me? 
uh, I have them create a timeline of their life, um, writing down all of the, the, the major experiences in their life, whether they are experiences that are more traumatic or whether they're successes and their wins, because both experiences help shame, shape, not shame, some of them shame you, <laughs> but they help shape you into who you're showing up as today. And so this, this example and metaphor that she uses is called something called uh, uh, passengers on the bus. And it really helped me better, just better understand kind of why I showed up in the way that I showed up. And it can help you um, understand that. And what happens is through our, our lives, especially during those core years, but often, you know, it doesn't, it's not just within those core years, our lives, we have experiences that happen to us. And the experiences we tend to carry with us are the ones that bring about that shame, that guilt, that sadness, that we're not good enough kind of feeling. And so these passengers on the bus, maybe when you were three years old, you were spanked. And that brought about a feeling and a thought of, um, you know, I'm, I'm scared. I need to be fearful of the, the people in my life. And so that little three-year-old is scared and fearful. And that little three-year-old gets on your bus. And as you continue to go throughout life, maybe when you're six years old in first grade and you have a best friend who decides that she no longer wants to be your best friend and she's no longer a part of your life and you get that feeling of nobody wants to be around me. Everybody just leaves me, you know, that first sense of abandonment. And so that six-year-old gets on your bus. Then maybe you have an 11-year-old and along the way, she experienced something else incredibly traumatic where she maybe feels she isn't safe in her own body. She isn't safe where she is. And so her tendency is to kind of not be in the present, to think only about the future or, you know, to, to find herself not able to sit still and be here in the now because it's not safe. And so she gets on your bus. And so along the way, we pick up these passengers. And as situations arise, as we continue to age, one of those, one of those passengers decides when you're triggered that they're going to get in the driver's seat. And so how you react to certain situations when you're triggered, maybe it's not usually it's not the adult you because the adult you usually typically we know better. We know how to act. We know what the proper way is to be. But maybe that 11 year old got triggered and she jumps in the driver's seat and her MO is that it's not safe to be here. And so she runs and takes off. And that's what you end up doing. And maybe you get triggered again when a, you're in a relationship and somebody breaks up with you and then you find that six-year-old is triggered. Like, of course, everybody leaves me. And you go into um, this, this fear, nobody loves me, I'm not good enough kind of thinking. And then it manifests itself in different ways throughout our lives where we are able to connect with another human being in a way 
in a deep connection because we don't feel safe and we have this belief that every they're just going to leave me anyway. Or maybe you end up sabotaging that that relationship um, so that you do push them away so that they will will leave because you're going to protect yourself because you ultimately believe it's inevitable they leave anyways because that's what people do. And so when you create this timeline of your life, you get these little passengers who get on your bus and you can kind of take a look at who this this person is. Who was that three-year-old? What did she feel? What did she believe? How did she how did she show up in that moment? And do the same with the six-year-old and the eleven-year-old and the fourteen-year-old and whatever all of those passengers are up until up until your life now. Who are these passengers? How did they show up? What this does is it gives you an inside look at one, what your core beliefs are. Where did this belief come from that I'm not good enough or that I don't want to be seen or heard or loved? And to me, those are usually like the main, that's usually what it comes down to when we dig deep. It's all about those. I'm not worthy. I'm not loved. Nobody wants to see me. Nobody wants to hear me. Those are usually like the core, core beliefs, um, in my opinion, that we that we usually come back to when we do this work. And then you get the opportunity to go in and begin the healing process around that story. And we do this through different ways. We do this through a visualization, a meditation, um, you know, uh, what is the belief and changing that belief? What is the story I want to tell myself? This is also where mindset comes in. And this is also a good indication why just mindset work does not work. Because your subconscious is going, your subconscious goes to work, it believes it's protecting you. And when it also knows to do the same thing it's always been doing. And when you want to do something differently, like if you're going to begin to start thinking differently, this is why there's so much resistance because it's like, oh, wait, no, 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 that's not what we do. We do the same thing over and over again. And so it takes time to really um, shift that. But this is where that that uh, inner child work comes in because we got to go back and find out. We got to get down to the root cause. Where did this actually start? And is this true? Start questioning it, getting um, uh, curious about it. And that little girl is still within you in somewhere. And so an exercise I take my clients through is, is we sit and we go and we go be with that little girl. What does she need? Does she have a message for you? Does she need to, does she need to be just heard? Does she need a, a hug? Does she need to know she's loved? And she also needs to know, like, she doesn't have to be in charge anymore. She doesn't have to show up anymore. Now, it doesn't mean that she won't try to show up anymore and get in the in the driver's seat of the bus, but you will be more aware of how you're being, how you're showing up, especially when you get triggered. And you can be like, oh, I know what this is. This is reminding me of that time that my friend left me and I remember feeling very scared and like she didn't care and, you know, people are just going to leave. But I know that's not true. I know that this is a situation that's not true. And so I'm just going to love on myself a little bit more. I'm going to remind her she's okay and that I'm in charge. And and this is not the story that we're going to live by anymore. And you get to shift that and and choose a different path. Choose something different. And so it brings a lot of power into the awareness of where did these come from? 
Why, why is there this way of being? And now I know some of you are saying, well, I don't remember much of my childhood. And that's totally okay. That's absolutely okay. You don't have to remember experiences necessarily exactly. You don't have to remember details. But if you just have an inkling, like, trust yourself in this process. If you have an inkling of, you know, um, I, I think that, you know, when I was in third grade, I remember just not feeling a part of and for some reason, I always felt like the outsider looking in. I don't know exactly what happened. But so then you can go, okay, there's this third grader who's kind of not sure how she fits in. She feels kind of awkward. And so what does she do? Maybe, maybe she, maybe she, then she doesn't speak up or she doesn't try to talk to new friends. And so it just gives you a feel of where she was at. And how can you begin to shift that being, how can you give her some love and give her some attention? Because we can't continue to ignore these little girls. Now, eventually, they won't need as much attention. Um, some of them may may heal completely, and you won't feel them come up anymore. But they're within you. They're a part of who you are. And this is why I'm not going to go too far down this this rabbit hole either, because we could go so far into it. That's why this that's why somatic work is so important. That's why breath work is so important and meditation and bringing your body with because the energy of those experiences are stored in our bodies. And unless we move them out, um, they're going to continue to manifest in some way as well. So it's all kind of just tied together. But I wanted to give you that inside look of that inner child work, why it's so important. One of the tools that I I that I got from my mentor that I that I go through with my own clients, it's incredibly powerful. It's a powerful tool. You can just start by creating a timeline of your life. All of the experiences that really stand out to you, the good, the not so good, like all of those things. And, and identify, start to look at what, what are the patterns that I see within this girl as she grows up? And where did that pattern start? And what does she need to believe? What does she need to hear from me? And begin to rewrite and change your story. So I thought that would be really fun uh, to share with you something, um, a tool, and, and just have a better understanding to kind of pull the veil back on what part of that inner child healing work looks like, because I know so many of us kind of get scared of that part. And it's nothing to be afraid of. It's nothing to be scared of. It's it's information. It's feedback. And then we get to decide as the adult woman who's showing up right now, living her life, working all of these things, how do we want to handle it? How do we want to, how do we want to move through it? And that's really key too, is how do we want to move through it? So I hope you found that incredibly helpful. Let me know what you find from this experience if you do this exercise. If you have something that's coming up for you, feel free to reach out to me. Shoot me an email. Shoot me shoot me a message over on um, Instagram, whatever it is. I would love to help you through that. Um, I can help kind of guide you through something or just your feedback would be so, so amazing. So, All right, sis, you know that magic's within you, so let's go unlock it. much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can so please if you liked what you heard it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend 
Don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.